You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Mark Holcraft, I'm your host for this Monday morning, Feast of St. Paul Conversion. It's what we're about, what we're talking about today. We have with us in the studio two young ladies who serve with the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. I feel like I'm a game announcer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Focus, <laughs> uh, to Real Presence Live. So, uh, Lexi Weaver and Rachel Ojeda? Yes. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yep. I'm going to guess you're not from North Dakota. I'm not, no. I'm okay. from Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, that would, <laughs> Go not Big Red. Ojeda from Lincoln. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, oh, it's great to have you with us. Mm-hmm. Can you just share a little bit about, uh, well, about yourselves first, and then we'll dive into what you guys are doing uh, with Focus, uh, Focus Missionaries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, please share. We'll, we'll start with uh, Lexi. Great. Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm Lexi. I'm a North Dakota native. I come from a farm in New Rockford, North Dakota, and I actually graduated from North Dakota State University, Go Bison, um, and I'm back here serving my alma mater um, with Fellowship of Catholic University students. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you been with Focus? This is my third year. I served for two years at Northern Arizona University, okay. and I'm back serving as a team director at NDSU at St. Paul's Newman Center. Awesome. And we'll come back to what that even means as far as team director, huh? Okay. So that's Lexi and Rachel. Yeah. Hi. My, like I said, my name is Rachel. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, and I graduated um, from the University of Nebraska Lincoln and have been serving with Focus for four years now. And as a Focus missionary, I've served my whole time here um, at NDSU in Fargo. Yeah. So this is my fourth year. Same school, best school in the nation, I think. So, yeah, it's been great. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. NDSU just paid you big time for that. Yep, that's right. <laughs> she awesome. almost has a college degree from here. I know. I've been here that <laughs> long. So, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Lexi, you're from North Dakota, mm-hmm. New Rockford. And Rachel, you're from Lincoln? Yes. Is that? Okay. And so, but you've been at NDSU the whole time. Mm-hmm. And Lexi, you talked about, okay, I'm pointing to them as if you can see that. Um, <laughs> I just have to trust. It's probably more for me than anything, uh, just to try to keep their names straight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're the team director, you said? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, so I served as a full-time on-campus missionary for two years after college graduation. And now I'm still serving as a full-time on-campus missionary, but I'm the director of four other missionaries on campus, and Rachel's one of them. Um, so helping them to... Yeah, live as a missionary, to be a missionary disciple, to lead Bible studies disciple, um, young men and women on campus to help them spiritually multiply, to share the gospel on the campus of NDSU. Okay. And we'll come back to that term in a moment, too. (laughs) Uh, Did you say to spiritually multiply? Yes. Right. Um, Yeah, we'll come back to that. So you're the team director. Mm -hmm. And do you have a team role? Yeah, so I'm one of the... So we're on a team of missionaries there are five of us and so i'm a full-time catholic missionary so what i get to do is spend my time with the students getting to know them befriending them teaching them about the lord just through a sacramental life and through friendship um so that's kind of what i do um my role on the team to serve the students so yeah Okay. And you said that there's four others, so there's five focus missionaries? Mm-hmm. Okay. I could do math. <laughs> this is good. Okay. Well, so you said spiritually multiply. Um, that, you know, 
I'm familiar with focus, and so I'm trying not to just gloss over some of the the <laughs> mm-hmm. phrases. But I hear that I'm like that sounds like the, you know the multiplication of loaves, and there's a miracle happening. Mm-hmm. I do believe there's miracles happening at NDSU's campus, but can you tell us what does spiritual multiplication? What does that mean? You're spiritually multiplying. Yeah, we are living um, the Great Commission or striving to live the Great Commission that Jesus left with his disciples as before he ascended into heaven. He said, all authority on earth or all authority of heaven and earth have been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And so Jesus became man and he entrusted the church, the gospel message, the life of him coming, God becoming incarnate. Um, becoming man and freeing us from sin through his life, death, and resurrection to his disciples to go and spread the good news that God became man, that there is a way to conquer um, death and sin in our life through the life of Jesus Christ. And he entrusted that to his apostles, to his disciples, to go spread the church. And so we as focused missionaries are going to strive to share the gospel message to the young people on campus of NUCU in the whole world and so investing deeply into a few, sharing the gospel, the good news, or life, um, as Rachel said, the sacramental life and a friendship with Jesus, and in raising them up to be leaders themselves, to go be evangelists as college students, and afterwards to live a lifelong Catholic mission. So my investment into a few, and them investing into a few, can spiritually multiply and actually reach the entire world for Jesus Christ in one lifetime generation. Yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, Amen. Let's that, do it. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. as you're talking on this feast of St. Paul, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking. <laughs> that was great. Mm. <laughs> so, holy, mm. uh, <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, but that's that's huge, right? And so, and I meant it. So, in the very beginning of this segment, we're talking conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of and maybe conversion, but how did uh, if we could hear each of your stories? How did you hear about focus? Yeah, I can go. I should say, how did you hear about it? And uh, what made you decide to to do it, to apply? Mm -hmm. Good questions. Um, So, like I said, I went to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln for my undergrad. And the FOCUS program at UNL is very big. There are like 10 missionaries there or something. So, big program. And so, I was pretty involved at the Newman Center early on in college. And so, just got to know some of the missionaries, different people at the Newman Center. And I had known about FOCUS before coming to UNL, um, which is part of the reason why I wanted to go to school there. Just because I knew they had a really good program and really awesome missionaries. So I was pretty familiar with Focus before I went to college, which was cool to kind of have that before I went in. Um, And yeah, just got to know the missionaries and yeah, kind of knew right away in college that I wanted to grow in my faith and to continue being Catholic and that, um, yeah, the Catholic Church was like the fullness of truth and very important that I continue to live that out even um, as a young adult. And so... I began to go to daily mass and to pray every day and just really began to learn what it was to have a personal relationship with the Lord, which I saw lived out so well by the focus missionaries that I had befriended, which was like really beautiful to see. And it was something that I also desired for my life. And it's actually funny. I studied broadcasting production in college, so radio and television, and so it was something awesome. that I really loved. In I'm college. making notes right now. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so I like loved it um, in college, and so yeah, fell in love with my major, and I had always kind of thought that I would do like missionary work at some point, but then I said I fell in love with my major, and I was like, actually, just kidding. I'll be on TV and on the radio, whatever it was, um, but. Then my senior year of college, I, yeah, I just was 
walking to the Newman Center one day and just saw thousands of college students all around me. And the thing I love about like broadcasting and radio TV is that it's a great platform to tell stories, to tell stories of different people. And I was walking on campus and I just saw that, yeah, I knew that each of these men and women, they had stories and I had a story. And they're all so different, but the one thing about us that is the same is that we're created to be in relationship with the Lord, a Lord that loves us. And I Amen. knew that, but I I knew that they either didn't know that or they knew and they didn't care. And I mm-hmm. realized that someone had to tell them and I really felt the Lord placed that call in my heart to tell them, to like be there for these young people, to tell them the truth about who they are and who they're made for. And so then I applied for Focus and have been serving with them ever since. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Lexi, how about for you? How did you hear about Focus and uh, what was it that made you decide to want to apply? Yeah, great question. So I was raised Catholic. I yeah was given a foundation of the faith, received all my sacraments, um, which I'm eternally grateful for, but I was a lost sheep when I went to college. I drifted away from the Catholic faith um, and was involved in some other non-denominational organizations on campus. But I was still thirsting. I had everything that the world would tell me would make me happy, and I wasn't happy. I was very much pulled in the worldly affairs of college, what they can be, the party lifestyle, career focus, striving with the career ladder, relationships. Um, But I wanted to give the Catholic faith another go. And so my sophomore year, I went to St. Paul's Newman Center here in Fargo under the leadership of Father Cheney. And I went to the first 5 p.m. mass the Sunday back coming my sophomore year. And I went to what we call Buck Luck, which is yeah, a dollar yeah. meal after. My wife still talks about that. She went to NDSU and that's <laughs> oh. like the, one of the few things she remembers about the Newman Center, the Buck Lucks. <laughs> yes, we had our first one last night. It was so great. Um, Bishop Holder was able to join us too, which is a awesome. huge gift. Yeah. Um, but when I went there, I went with one of my friends um, there, but uh, a focused missionary started talking to us in the line and ate, our, ate dinner with us. And she, there is... Yeah, something particular about her. She just had this joy and confidence in who she was, and I had no idea why, but I was attracted to that and wanted to know. But she just befriended us, and she asked for our phone numbers and built this relationship of friendship with us. And, um, yeah, I went out to lunch, coffee, all the things, and we joined her Bible study eventually. And, yeah, just learned to discover that the joy and confidence that she had was from her relationship with Jesus and that I wanted that and actually realized that that was that was something possible that was something offered to us that God desired a deep personal friendship with me and came to realize that he was real that that all of the um, commandments that he had given us the truth that he has given to us in the Catholic Church were to um, invite us into a deeper relationship with him and yeah, that he was really present in the Eucharist. And yeah, and through this friendship, I came to realize that, the, like Rachel said, that the Catholic Church had the fullness of the truth and that a life with Christ is a wonderful adventure. And yeah, I just became fully alive in my identity as a daughter of God. And I wanted to invite other women into this adventure. So good. So good. But but you're not done. Keep going. I just just me. Yeah. So. Um, and so knowing this adventure and how I'd become fully alive um, in turning away from sin and turning to Jesus and His Church, I wanted to invite other women into this truth and into this relationship with God. And so I started serving with focus um, because it, it's the college campus is in dire need of the gospel right now more than any any place I would argue because um, we are so spiritually poor on a campus and it's not a great environment to. Um, yeah, live 
live the Catholic faith, live a, a life of virtue. Yeah. And so to go there and um, proclaim the good news in a dark place on campus um, where there's such a need and a thirst for thirst for love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so true. Most college campuses. We're with Lexi and Rachel. They're focused missionaries, Fellowship of Catholic University students on the NDSU campus. Um, so we're blessed to have them in studio. We're going to just take a break here in a minute. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Lexi and Rachel about there's an event coming up. Maybe some of you have heard of it. It's a version of the C conference. And so we're going to hear more about that from Lexi and Rachel when we get back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Mark Holcraft here in studio with two focused missionaries, Rachel and Lexi. Um, And we were just talking a little bit with them over the break. And one of the things I was was asking them about was just... The team in general, uh, I call it a team. Is it, do they, is it the focus team yes. right, for NDSU? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm a net alum. Mm-hmm. So I did net. And so That's I often, beautiful. there's the whole, like, there's the net team. And mm-hmm. I just translate that because, you know, the world is has a team. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but so for your part, um, uh, with, there's five missionaries. Mm-hmm. What's the mix of guys and girls? And 
how does that work out as far as team life? You talked about, you share like one common meal a week as a team. Can you say a little bit more about just some of the ins and outs of the team? Yeah. So there are three women that serve on our team and two men all full, um, full time. And we, um, yeah, we each like reach out to the, our particular sex. So like I'll reach out to women, like the men will reach out to men, um, and lead, like I'll lead women Bible studies. The men will lead male Bible studies and disciple men, like walking in a discipleship, mentorship relationship, helping them to grow in prayer, the sacramental life, virtue, and to grow in mission, the men and us, the women. Um, but we are doing this all together. We're running. Um, we believe that we are soldiers for Christ and that we are evangelizing um, the campus of NDSU together and as one unit to give us encouragement because Jesus sent his disciples two by two. He didn't send them alone, but sent them in teams to go proclaim the gospel. So we get to re- rely on each other in this, um, yeah, this battlefield for souls. Yeah, absolutely. And you are soldiers for Christ by confirmation. You are soldiers, <laughs> right? Um, and he's sent out in twos. Uh, so three women, two <laughs> men. Uh, you mentioned the word disciple. You're discipling them. Because if I understand right, there's there's always the uh, deep dive ministry, those you're really mm-hmm. able to enter into a deeper relationship with. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that you're constantly reaching out to mm-hmm. on the fringe. Mm-hmm. Can you explain? Mm-hmm. So what is, what is some of the difference of how Focus approaches that? Like you're discipling them, uh, accompanying them was mm-hmm. the word that came to my mind as you were describing it, Lexi. Mm-hmm. Can either one of you or both share more about yeah. Those differences. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's exactly like what you were talking about. Like there are, are so many different kinds of students on the campus. So yeah, you mentioned the students that are like on the fringes. So, you know, those would be the kind of men and women who perhaps like don't know the Lord or um, don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, don't know much about the church. And then there are the students that we have the privilege to walk with um, in this like discipleship, mentorship relationship, similar to the way that Jesus walked with his disciples, the 12. Um, so there are women that I get to walk with in a very particular way, um, being able to share my life with them and inviting um, them to, yeah, enter into a deeper relationship with the Lord. These women have said yes to um, the gospel, to making Jesus the center of their life. They've said yes to being missionary disciples themselves. So they have said yes to leading other women, leading Bible studies, awesome. disciples. And that's others. where that spiritual multiplying yes. kind of comes in, right? Exactly. That exactly. And so kind of something that we want to do is to be able to teach these student leaders, these student missionaries, how to reach their peers that would be on the fringes. So the students, the men and women who maybe don't know the Lord and need that person to introduce them to Jesus, whether it be an invitation to mass, an invitation to an event at the Newman Center, an invitation into a Bible study. And so as the focused missionaries, we get to teach the students how to be missionaries themselves so that together we can reach the entirety of the campus. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And so you have the three women doing that and you mm-hmm. got two men that are doing that. Yep. And in issue, they have peer ministers too, don't they? Yes. Which is, so you, you, there's like, you just got it all going on. Yes, <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, okay, well, we're talking about, okay, here's the nitty gritty on the life at NDSU's campus. Mm-hmm. And you got this, you're discipling, but they also got, whether it's those on the fringe. And to be honest, I could hear, maybe there's some listeners, maybe there's even some college students like, what? You call me on the fringe? Whatever, you know? <laughs> and so it's not that we're calling you fringers, although we could say we started that term here, yeah. fringers. But 
Um, but just really this, the desire of, we just want to make Christ known. Mm-hmm. And not just known, but to, to claim the flag of Christ at the center of the campus. Mm-hmm. And there's a great event coming up that helps you to do that. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so... And just in a few short weeks, we have our, actually, I think it's next week already, our Seek Conference. So every year, um, Focus puts on a large-scale conference event for the college students um, to come and encounter the Lord in a really deep and profound way. And uh, yeah, they've been all over the country. I've been to these conferences um, in Nashville, in Arizona, Texas, just Chicago, all over. Um, but this year, Seek is going to look a little bit different. So normally you get all the college students together in like a huge convention center. There are keynote speakers, breakout sessions, just like some of the most amazing Catholic speakers, um, like Father Mike Schmidt, Bishop Bear, and Sister Miriam. They'll all be there. Um, adoration, just time to grow um, in friendship. And so, yeah, the conference this year is, going, is scaled back in a way and made to be digital. Um, So Seek is going digital. Basically, it's a very similar schedule and setup to what it would be on um, at an actual conference center. Um, But because it's digital, it gives an opportunity for the campuses, um, for parishes to come together in smaller groups um, to be able to watch these keynote speakers. Like I said, I know Father Mike is one of them, Bishop Barron, um, to have these breakout sessions, but on a digital platform, which is really cool because it allows um, like it allows us to be really creative about how we want to gather our students together um, to go on this conference, even though it's going to be different than it has been in the past. So something that we're going to be doing with our students this year is gathering them together at the Delta Hotel um, and just having like the keynote speakers and the breakouts like up on a screen, like a bigger room so that we can be there together to break up into small groups and discuss what we've um what we've just heard, we'll have opportunities for mass confessions and adoration for the students there. Um, but yeah, it'll look very different based on where you're at, what your parish is, what your local regulations and restrictions are. And so um, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very exciting. But yeah, Lexi, I don't know if you have anything else to add, but no. No, <laughs> no, no that's awesome. So um you said it's a virtual conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got big name speakers, great Catholic mm-hmm. speakers coming in. And yeah, the three you named, just they're so good. They're so gifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be more there. Now, what campuses, because this is for so NSU campus, Seek typically, Seek is a national. Yes. yes right? Yep. It actually draws not just college students, but um, from what I recall, every other year, there's mm-hmm. one conference that's for the leaders. Mm-hmm. And then in the off year, there's a conference for like, all college students mm-hmm. and there's like whether it's and, and seek has been creative and how they've been trying to make it accessible and available over the years mm-hmm. uh, i should say focus has been creative on how they're doing the seek conference mm-hmm. um but for this particular one i mean what's neat as you were describing it rachel was you know they're on they're on big screens well mm-hmm. when you're at a conference that has twenty thousand people anyway <laughs> you can barely see the speaker on the stage <laughs> yeah. right so you got the big screens up yeah. anyway yeah so it's not that different mm-hmm. in that regard mm-hmm. um but what is different, obviously, the virtual component, mm-hmm. um, the NDSU's chapter, if you will, who are they, what other universities are going to join you 
uh, at the Delta here in Fargo, right? Yep. So it's going to be NDSU and then the University of North Dakota. So some students and missionaries from UND are going to be coming. Sure. And then also um, Northern State and Aberdeen, South Dakota, they're going to be coming as well. So Northern State, Aberdeen, UND, mm-hmm. Grand Forks, NDSU. Yep. yep. And so then are there other areas that are able to, I mean, we're blessed because you guys, you get to do this, right? You get mm-hmm. to still be in person, which is a great gift. Mm-hmm. You know, I have family and friends in different parts of the country that they can't necessarily, but right. are there other universities that are able to pull together like this? Or is it, how are, do you know how other universities that have focus are tying in? Is it, you know, hey, college students from your dorm room or from your home, if you're studying at home, you can still hear these talks. How's that working out? Yeah, it's, it's beautiful that there's giving, like Rachel had mentioned, so much flexibility depending upon what location you are in the country um, and the guidelines and restrictions that are in place for people's protection. And so I know like the diocese that, um, in South Dakota, like some of their schools are able to come together, but this digital platform provides so much opportunity for people in their parishes if they want to create a small group and invite people into their home to come together in a small group to, yeah, encounter the the information that the speakers are giving, encountering the Lord discussion in small groups or parishes are doing it. Um, yeah, it really gives great flexibility depending on what location you are in the restrictions. But we're, yeah, we're grateful that we were able to come together, um, just our, our couple campuses together to be able to encounter the Lord together. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. So uh, you got the conference coming. Is it too late to sign up? If there's college students hearing this right now, if there's parents who know their kids uh, are at one of these universities or, um, or even like, let's say they're at Moorhead State, you know, mm-hmm. or Concordia, is it too late for them to sign up? No, it's not. Nope. Yeah. We actually Convenient. do have some already coming from Moorhead joining us um, at NDC, which is great. So we have like four universities um, joining us, but our registration um, for our college students closes this Wednesday. Um, but up until the conference, which is February 4th through the 7th, anyone can join us digitally, no matter where they are in the country. Um, and they can go on to seek.focus.org to register um, for this conference. And yeah, if you're, if you're at all interested um, in if you're hearing this, I would highly encourage you to to join us digitally. You are you are not alone, even if you are in your, your home, because there are thousands of others coming together to answer life's deepest questions about truth, goodness, and beauty, and joy, and what, um, yeah, the Christian life, what, what, when Jesus said, I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly means. Um, there's never been a conference that's been so focused on the charisma um, that, yeah, we were made out of love for love by God. And um, sadly, we chose sin that we rejected this love. Um, but God, in his love for us and his son, um, to save us from our sin and save us from death so that we may have life um, eternally and have life abundantly in this life. And so, yeah, I would love to invite you to to register. Is there a cost to it for the students? If they're looking to register, if the last minute registration, is there a cost for them? And if so, do you know how much that is? Yes, to register online for a student, if you're just attending online, is $70. Um, but if you're joining us, which um, in Fargo, is the cost is $300, because this includes two nights in a hotel um, okay. and some meals. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. We are coming to the end of our segment. Lexi and Rachel, thank you two so much for coming in, Absolutely. for sharing about your life, the witness. Um, friends, the, I said at the beginning of our show this morning, Repentance Live, there's a theme and the theme of beauty would make its way out, and it continues to make its way out. Uh, and Lexi kind of ended her last name with truth, goodness, and beauty, mm-hmm. and it continues to reveal itself. 
after the break, uh, we are going to hear from a young lady broadsided by a high-speed vehicle that left her on the brink of death, but this is not the end of her story. It's the beginning. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live to hear one woman's remarkable journey. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 